Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and eat that mind. Come on, let's get up and e
download the free Stingray Music mobile. Good morning. Father, all the praise and all the glory goes to you forever and ever. I thank you, Father, for this day and for allowing us to be able to enjoy it. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to come together to share in your word and to learn of your word, Father. Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning because we know that there are plenty of people who had a plan for today and will not get to execute that plan. So we thank you, Father, for waking us and for giving us breath and giving us another opportunity to try and get it right. Father, we pray for those that are less fortunate than us. Thanking you, Father, for all that we have and all that we will have. Remembering that it's the little things that count as much, if not more, than the big things. Father, I pray that everyone who calls in this morning and who listens to the call later are remembering to be a blessing to someone else, Father, acknowledging their presence, opening the door, just just saying hello to someone. It costs us nothing and it can mean the world to someone else. Father, we thank you for your continued unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, everyone. We started our service with praise and worship through song, followed by the opening prayer. When I conclude the announcements, Brother Sam will give us the word, and the service will conclude with Brother Sam conducting prayer requests. I would like to thank everyone for joining us this morning and ask that you put your phones on mute to eliminate any background noise from disrupting the service. Thank you. All are welcome to call into the Prayer Shift and Ministries Bible Study and Morning Prayer Call. Bible Study will be on Mondays at 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. The prayer call will be every morning, Tuesday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time at 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126-976, and then select 1 for guests. Again, that is Bible Study on Mondays at 7.30 a.m., Prayer call Tuesday through Friday at 6 a.m. The number is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126-976, and then select 1 for guests. You can also listen in on your computer. Go to TalkShoe.com, enter the same call ID, 126-976, then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. Again, that is TalkShoe. T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E dot com. Call ID 126-976. Then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. You can also listen to previous day's prayer calls. If you scroll down, they are listed by date, starting with the most current. In 2018, there will be a prophetic call held on the first Saturday of each month at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time at 218 Three three nine three two zero five, and use the code six four eight three seven zero. The February call will be held on Saturday, February third. Again, that is a prophetic call on the first Saturday of the month at one p.m. Central Standard Time. The number is two one eight three three nine three two zero five. Excuse me, and the code is six four eight three seven zero. The February call will be held next Saturday, February third. We ask that you continue to keep watching it in your prayers, and we ask that you continue to keep Sister Donna on your prayer list who has been diagnosed with multiple myeloma. May God bless all on our prayer list with the strength needed to make it through their journeys. 
During the word and prayer request, please refrain from individual conversations and prayer shout-outs, even if it is for Brother Sam. Although greatly appreciated, they disrupt the service. The prayer call mentioned above is a better form as it is more informal. Thank you for your cooperation. And let us continue to pray for our young people. So many are lost and misdirected. They are under attack and need prayer like never before. Start with the ones closest to you and then extend your prayer to those who have no one to pray for them. The day is today and the time is definitely now. This concludes this week's announcement. Brother Sam? Brother Sam? Yeah, I'm here. I was trying to switch phones, but it ain't going to work. So, anyway, all the bees are here. Glad to hear it. Alright. <laughs> Hurombos ke skandas kada kumbuke, harandi rgose. Hurombos kada kanda, Father God, we come before you today, <clears throat> seeking your face, Father. Yande rgose des kada kumbos skandande rgose de ke hey. We come before you today, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Oh yes, seeking your face, Father God. We come before you, Holy Spirit, yes. Seeking your face. Mm. Enter in. Come forth. Enter in. Come forth. Enter in. Come forth. Enter in. And come forth. Each and every one of our households our lives, our situations, and our circumstances. If you want the Lord in, just say yes right now. If you want to have a visitation from the presence and the power of God, just say yes right now. See, he's not going to violate your will if you don't want him in and be quiet. If you don't want them in, you can hang up the call. If you don't want to be bothered with God, he's not going to force you to. 
Whew. But if you do, open your mouth and say yes to God right now. Open your mouth and say, God, come and visit me. Come and let me partake of you. Come and let me taste and see that you are good. So ask for his presence to come into your life, for his spirit to come and commune with you right now. If you want his presence, just say yes. We're going to take a minute right now for you to commune with your God. See, you, you, you got to learn how to connect and let him be God. You, you, don't, you don't connect and then try to direct. <laughs> yeah, it don't work like that. You have to go through the necessary steps to connect. But once you're connected, then let him direct you, not you try to direct him. See, see, we get that twisted so often because we come to him with our wish list, our concerns, our problems, and our situations and circumstances. And that's a beautiful and needed thing. I mean, that's a beautiful, needed thing. That you, at least you have enough understanding that that God, I need some help, or maybe it's a, a situation, a circumstance that is beyond you, <laughs> because you've already tapped out. You don't have enough money, finances, straight understanding, revelation, help, whatever it is, and you come to the end of you, and that, that you recognize, but somehow, or some way, something needs to happen. Shout out to go, I shout that to go back So, so. So what you do is you begin to seek beyond yourself. Mm, 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 mm. But the problem is, once we come to him and we do connect, we can't tell him what to do or how to do it. But we don't recognize that. And I say I wish this because so often the things that we come to God with is not what he knows needs to be dealt with. That's why he says a lot of times our prayers are in a mess. But we got to give him the glory because he's a great and wonderful God. He don't give up on us, but we have to understand and come to the understanding that we have to be reprogrammed, retrained, redirected. So, Father God, one more time, use me today to speak to your children. <clears throat> Open my eyes, my ears, my heart, my spirit, so that I can be connected to you, so that I can just flow in the anointing of the Holy Spirit and speak that which needs to be said. Prepare each and every environment right now that is that hears this. <laughs> Prepare each and every environment right now, Father. As I speak life and light, life and light, right now in the name of Jesus. Life and light begin to enter and to penetrate and to pierce the dark veil, the hardness of the heart, the blindness of the eyes, the deafness of the ears, and we bind all of that right now in the name of Jesus. We bind it right now in the name of Jesus, and we lose light. We lose love. We lose revelation. 
and ready our hearts, Lord. Mm. Ready our hearts, Father, so that we'll have a, a readiness and an eagerness to receive from you, Daddy God. <sighs> Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to become the men and women of God that you're calling us to be in this time and in this age. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All righty. We're about to have some fun. Nah, 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 nah. Ah. <laughs> So I'm about to do a Joel Osteen because I heard his jokes this morning. I thought it was kind of funny. He said that uh, there was a gentleman who, every time he read something, he read about the dangers of of sugar and eating bad, eating those you know, snacks and this, that, and the other. Every time he read this, it said how this was so bad and how that was so bad about all the things that he loved to eat and how harmful was his body. So he made up a resolution. He resolved that he was going to quit reading. Well, that's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. Joe might have told it a little bit funnier, but, you know, I still thought it was cute. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the who, what, where, when, why of the supernatural realm. Who, what, where, when, why, and how of the supernatural realm. Yes, use me right now. Oh, Use me, Father. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. So, for clarification purposes, let's start out with the word. I'm not going to go into exact order who, what, how, when, where, and why, but we're going to touch on each and every one of those. The what? I looked up the definition of supernatural. Supernatural of relating to or being above or beyond what is natural, unexplainable by nature and by natural laws, or phenomena, what is abnormal. Hmm. Of relating to or being above or beyond what is natural. The supernatural realm. Wow. That, 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 I mean, we all have a, you know, either we're afraid of it or we seek it. The supernatural realm. But do you understand that you're living in it? The supernatural realm. Whether or not you understand the laws, the rules, and regulations, you're still affected by it. Uh-oh. Now, y'all don't believe me right there. Because, see, I'm, I'm going to act like it ain't fair. I'm going to act like, you know, no, no, I don't, you know, I'm going to put my head in the ground like an ostrich. Or, and I, it's not fair. So that way I don't have to be, you know, I, I won't be affected by it. Mm. Just because you don't see oxygen don't mean it's not there. You're affected by it because if it's not there, you breathe in and it's not there, you die. Just because you don't all understand all the rules and regulations to the laws of gravity, it's there. Walk off the top of the building without some type of device to suspend you, you will plummet to the earth. 
So you're affected by it one way or another. Whether or not you choose to understand, believe, or accept, you are affected by the supernatural law, by the supernatural realm. Oh, okay, let me, I'm talking out the side of my neck. So hold up, let's go to see what the Word of God. If you got your Bible, turn to Hebrews 11 and 3. Shut it, of course it did. Because, see, I mean, you know, I don't want to be getting into no arguments and no discussions, and, and I'm going to just say what the Word says, and then you make your own decisions from that. From that point on, you can, you can discuss with the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 11 and 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Okay, we're going to get back into that one right now. Hebrews 11 and 3. Through faith we understand. Okay, so what happens if you don't have faith? You don't understand. But does that mean it's not real? Through faith we understand. So if you want to begin to get an understanding of the realm and the supernatural arena, you must tap into the one who created it. So just because you do not understand does not mean it is not real, that you're not affected by it. Well, let me read a little bit further. Through faith we understand that the worlds, now let's stop right there, worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, worlds. All the galaxies, planets. So if you even talk about aliens existing and all that stuff, I don't know. Maybe they do, maybe not. But you know what? I know who formed them. I know where they came from. Came from the same person who formed you and me, the triune God. And you know what that means? I don't care if an alien comes out of the sky right now. He's subjected to the name of Jesus. Come on now, because he is also must bow down to the one who created him. Come on, shut it go down. So the world was framed. I shut it go down. By the word of God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The word. Of God, the triune God, the Word, that spoken word when He spoke it out, who is Jesus Christ. <laughs> when He spoke Jesus, <laughs> and Jesus began <laughs> through the power of the Holy Spirit, and they framed all of the worlds. But we can only understand that by faith. We can only understand it as God will begin to instruct us as we begin to become ready and we grow. I said a line upon line, precept upon precept. Then it begins to become revealed to us through our inner man. See, that's the process that he's talking about, understanding through faith how the worlds were formed. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Wait a minute, hold up. Things which are seen. Trees, wood, cars, houses, cattle, people. Everything that we see were not made of things which do appear. In other words, we can see this, but it didn't make this. Okay. This paper that I wrote this down, one came from a tree. But where did the tree come from? Okay. The cow, the, the little calf came from the cow. But where did the cow come from? Spoke into existence by the word of God. Mm. 
Everything we can see, touch, or taste came from that which was spoken by God. He created it. Like the like, what, what's the what's the what's the uh, joke about the devil and God? When the devil was like, everything you do, God, I can do. You know? So they go back and forth. You know, God made a river. The devil, he came and made a, a facsimile of the river because he can only do a facsimile. You know, so like a shadow of the thing. So he made this, and he made it, he made houses, rocks, whatever. So finally, God made man. So Satan said, oh, "I can do that." So Satan get ready to get ready to create man. The guy says, "No, go get your own dirt." <laughs> see, see, see. He had to get dirt <laughs> to speak and to create it. See, Satan can only he can only take what's there and, and shift it and pervert it, but he cannot create it because he is not a creator. He's a creature. Mm. Things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So everything that we can see, touch, or taste came from the heavenly realm, the supernatural realm, that where the Holy Spirit, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, all the angelic hosts, that's where all the worlds and the one that we live on came from. So we done kind of talked about what the supernatural realm is, and, and, and we done touched on that, 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 you know, it's spoken, it's that realm where God dwells. And also, if you want to go to where that supernatural realm, let's go to Job 1 and 6. Job 1 and 6. 1 and 6, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Tell y'all they be having meetings. That's what there was a day when the sons of God came before them. They be having meetings. They come together and have meetings. That's the day that God presented Satan to Job. So now we're touching on on, on the where in the heavens. You know, you got three heavens. You, we, when we look up, we can see the stars. Then you go beyond that realm, there's another heaven. God resides in the third heaven, and that's also a scripture. If you look at it, but that was John who went to the third heaven. Come on now, shut it up there. So, 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 in the heavenly realms, mm, where is it? But let's also go to Ephesians 6 and 12. Shut it up, 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 shut it Hmm. I had this marked in my book, and y'all just moved it. Shame on y'all. Oh, well. Galatians, Ephesians. Holy shit, the Romans. Okay, here's Galatians. And what I say? Ephesians 6 and 12. You all should be familiar with this. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Where's that supernatural realm at again? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world. Come on now. Come on now. They ruled this world. That authority was given to them when, they, when, when Adam gave it over to Satan. 
Rulers, this is the supernatural realm. And where is it in that? You see, once once sin entered in, that little go, this, that little go, that, 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 let me go back, let me say, it was either the second or third day when he created the heavens. <laughs> that was the day that God did not say that it was good. Because on every other day, when he said that it was a finished work, he said that it was good. But on that day, when he created the heavens, it was the one day he did not say that it was good. Because when he did that, then Satan, the fallen realm, they just overpopulated in that heavenly arena, and they circled the earth. They could not enter in because sin had not been done, and they had no legal right to enter into it. But they circled it looking for an opportunity because they had been cast out from where they used to reside at with the high and the third heaven with the triune God because of the war and the fallen angels because one-third of them believed the lie and they followed and they were defeated and cast down. So they circled in the, in the realm right above our earth, the prince of the power of the air. Come on, shit of the ghost, shit of God. That's what they got. What did it say? The rulers of darkness of this world. Come on now, come on now. So, so we're breaking down where it's at, what, what's really going on. We talked about what is a supernatural, and how it's coming from the seen to the unseen, or from the unseen to the seen. Now we're touching on that, 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 that they have meetings on about us, about life, about situations, circumstances. And we're also touching on where the popular, what's taking popular when he's the prince of the power of the air. So we're getting to where. We didn't got the what. We're getting the where. Let's touch on the who. I just kind of touched on it. I said God of Satan. God of Satan. You and me. Because what happens is we're going to follow either God or Satan. Normally or unknowingly. Oh, I know. I'm sounding crazy right now. Because I wouldn't normally follow Satan. Yeah, you do. Yes, you did. He's a prince. Look, if he can fall one-third of the angels when it's residing with the Most High God, how, how do you think it's so simple to fool you? Just because of the fact you think you know right there, that should tell you that you don't know. But until you get to the point in your growth and your understanding, because things have to be revealed layer by layer. That's why he said the scales must be removed from your eyes, because you're walking according to your own understanding. See, that's deception, and deception is a lot mixed with the truth. So in the supernatural realm, you're going to be led by either God or Satan. And, and, and see the thing. Oh, she has a go for. See, and if you begin to get an understanding of this, if you begin to get an understanding that 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 either Satan's gonna leave me, or God's gonna leave me, then there's gonna be a difference. How can I understand? Because I don't want to be deceived. <laughs> Satan's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. So he comes and he studies you. He's a tactician, tactician. Why do the words say that there are strategies? Enemy strategies. He sees, he studies, he plans. What do I need to do 
to take you out, to steal your anointing. It's not all, you know, we get caught up in the material things, but he's literally after your life, your, your, your spirit, your peace. So he attacks you, and he sits back. And there are demonic entities assigned to write down what you like, how you respond, how you react, what you do, because he has to observe from the outside in. So as he's forming a strategy so he can figure out how to seduce you, how do you think he seduced Eve in the garden? He been seeing him. He been studying him. So he knew how to frame words to get her to entice her because if not, she'd have ran away. She had authority over him, over, that, over the serpent. That's why God said, y'all had authority over him. She told him to shut up. The pride of life. That was the pride of life. The lust of the eye. So, so he knows as he studies you to see how you respond to situations and circumstances in life that he knows what to use to get to you, to lead you astray. That's how you follow the enemy unwittingly because he's not going to come up and say, hey, I'm Satan. I'm getting ready to take you out. No, he's going to come in a way that entices you, that makes you feel good or you feel safe and secure and it's not a problem. Even if it's something that you desire. I might desire money. So the quickest way I can get money is to go sell some drugs. So I, I, I see these people out here who look like they're leading a the life that, and, and I'll associate myself with them and I'll get in. So that way I can become that, 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 that willer, that dealer, and I got all the money and I can get the girls. And, or in this case, the girls could be girls getting a girl or a guy getting a girl. You know, it could be anywhere it goes. You know. But anyway, so you get that whole lifestyle. So now, now that you do it, and see what you're really after is after a lifestyle or, or, or something from within to give you what you want. But you don't recognize that all the while Satan is using that to take you out. And, they, and, they, and he has no problem. And he gets you to a point not only he can take you out, he can take others out as well. And he said, yeah, I'm good. I'm doing my job. But he didn't tell you initially that he was going to take you out. He told you initially he was going to make you rich. See, that's, that's how you be led by Satan unknowingly. Now, you can also be led by God unknowingly. Each and every one of us on this phone has been led by God unknowingly. Because we didn't understand when he was covering us, when we were caught in our foolishness. We didn't understand, even though we might have went to church or, you know, had a foundation or even some, we might not even gone to church, but somebody was praying on our behalf. We did not know that that person that got on your nerves was going to be a person that planted a seed in your life. We, we didn't know that person that you just kind of observed and it was something about them that, that you just engaged in conversation with and they were planting seeds in your life. See, see, see you're, you're, you're led by God unknowingly, but it's for the good and for the betterment and for, for the perfection of you and, for the, and he's going to get the glory. It's going to be according to his will. See, that's how God leads you. Because let me tell you, be real too. See, the thing about about going being led by Satan is, is normally gonna is gonna shatter the course that we're gonna go enticed by our own selfish desires. But being led by God is something that we we might want but see on the inside we're gonna we're gonna be at peace with it. It makes us feel better. It it, it transforms us but outside I 
can't do that because I, I, I'm going to miss my fun. I'm going to have to stop doing that. That's the first thing people say all the time. i got to stop doing this. i got to stop doing that. i, I got to get ready to go to church. You will never be able to get ready to go to church because if you could, that means you could have not, Jesus would not have to come to on the cross. See we, see, see, we don't understand grace and mercy accordingly as God has orchestrated this thing. So what God, the sea shadows, what the Holy Spirit does, he leads you slowly but surely, cleaning you up a little bit at a time, giving you some revelation, and the enemy is fighting you to finale. I know somebody right now, I just I, I just sit back and laugh because I literally see him being led by God and he doesn't even know it. And it is just so funny to me. I see the wars, you know, because what, what, what we're doing, we're, just, we're planting seeds. Some creek, some plant, some water, God gets angry. We're planting seeds. See, the word of God is alive and active and two-edged short. I don't have to make the, make somebody believe. I don't have to force it. I just need to plant a seed according to wisdom that God gives me and try to do it in the spirit of love. And then once that seed is planted, I leave it alone and watch God do the work. I see this individual struggling and fighting and, and getting mad. I see this individual going through all things, and I sit back and laugh because of the same thing he's denying again. Then I see him back orchestrating and redoing it in his mind. He's parting the Red Sea and this and that. He just said that was a bunch of junk. But now you're you're parting the Red Sea and, and then it's coming across. And I'm just sitting back laughing. But, see, I'm seeing God work in his life. So what do I do? I just stand back, continue to pray, continue to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's, that's my job. What does he tell me to do? Okay, and let him do the rest. You don't try to force it down somebody's throat. At times I get, let me just be. At times I get accused of being harsh and, and put. I don't know. Now nah, I'm gonna tell you, see, you are a little bit different because you ain't no babies. You ain't no babies. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you certain because something is also a time. There's a time when it's time to grow up and move to the next level. But when I get harsh, it's because there's a tone that you don't like because it's cutting you in areas of your life that you're going. Mm. So then what we do, the same way that he's rejecting the truth is the same way that you find a reason or excuse within yourself and you get offended and you get mad and you want to reject it. That's fine. That's fine. Because one thing, you, if you hear me say repetitively, I'm not going to force anybody to do anything. I've got to press on. If you choose to follow me, praise the Lord. I'm not, I'm not waiting on you. I can't. It's too much on my plate that's continually increasing. And, and there are others who are lining up and we're, tr- we're trying to go forth. So if you choose to come forth, go ahead. Praise God. And not, amen, praise God too, but we're going on. So we're following the leadership of the Holy Spirit or Satan, knowingly or unknowingly. And, and a lot of times we're being led away from God because we're not so much following Satan, but we're following ourselves. See, see, that's when you get beyond being a baby. 
<laughs> and see, that's why you got to accept the Lord of good and the perfect will of God. You can be saved, and, and you'll walk according to your own desires. And you're going to walk in that acceptable and that good. But it won't be the perfect will of God. See, that perfect will of God is when you have learned to put yourself beneath that which God wants you to do. The perfect will of God is when now you've gotten to a point in your walk that you have an understanding that it ain't about you, and there's a higher calling and a higher purpose that you must submit and allow God to work through you, even when you yourself are struggling with issues, even when you yourself don't like it, even when you yourself don't understand it. There's a lot of stuff, God. I, I tell you all kinds of, I see stuff in the Bible, but I don't, I don't see it, Lord. Or oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't want to hear it. But that don't mean it ain't true. I just got to the point, okay, Lord. But see, he had to grow me up in that thing. So when I see people say that the Bible is true, I just know they ain't been growing up because they have not had enough relationship. See, the Bible will only prove itself to be true after a period of relationship when you have tried it over and over again and again, and it gets to a point where, look, if it works over here with that and works over there with that, then, 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 because if I say this part of it is a lie, then the whole thing must be a lie. But see, you got to get to your own level of understanding relationship. Well, God approves it. So look, 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 again, line up, line precept upon precept. But it's a walk that we all got to walk. So we talked about what is a supernatural, what is a supernatural, and we talked about where the supernatural. We talked about who being led by God or by Satan. How are we led? <laughs> How are we led? That's very vital, and I kind of touched on it with the who. We are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. We worship God in spirit and truth. It is our spirit, man, that is regenerated at birth to, to connect with God. See, that's being born again. When our spirit is born again, now that dead spirit comes alive unto God. But when it's not born again, that dead spirit is alive unto the world. That's why things of the world make so much sense and we line up with things of the world, even because it lines up with our own selfish desires after being saved, like I said, acceptable and good. Come on now, but you're still for the age because, see, now your spirit is, 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 is alive. But see, what the Holy Spirit does, when you're, when you're not walking according to the leadership of the Spirit of God, then he just shuts down. So you can walk being a carnal Christian. You can walk in your own soulless desire, but you're not walking being led by the Spirit of God. But see, once, once, once that spirit man becomes born again, and now he's seeking after God at a whole other level to hear, to know, to understand, to be led. And so what you do then is we learn how to connect. Even when I started the call, I said, let's connect with God. Let's connect with God. Because it's coming from our spiritual nature. That's what I fear recognizes we need something beyond ourselves. Our spirit recognizes, why, why do people look at the horoscopes and do the astrology and do these different things or go see or see? Because they're looking for something beyond themselves. Those people who have the, 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 the uh, what's the majigam boards, you drive by the houses and they read your palms, their, 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 their spiritual,
spiritual people, but they're spiritual people according to the world, not according to God. But see, because we are a spirit being, we are drawn to the spiritual arena. We're drawn to it because it's part of who we are. That's how he made us. He formed us into a three-part being, so there's a part of us that is seeking something that it can connect with, and that's your spirit. There's a part of you, see, you know, life wants to be around life. Your spirit is looking for a spirit or something that will feed it or fill it, so then it goes, yeah, I got what I need in my diet. I got some spiritual food. (laughs) Wow, it's just funny, even the joke that I told. (laughs) <laughs> God said, I'm going to just quit reading because he wanted to satisfy his flesh and it tasted good. So he go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deny what's good for me to eat what I like. And that's what we do. When we don't want to connect with the spirit of God and eat the spiritual food that God has given us, then we eat the things that we want to eat, read the things that we want to read. Fill our soul, fill with the TV and the, and the Facebook and all the things that that distract us. And I'm not saying they're all wrong. I mean, I'm just saying that they need to be in this proper place. But but when it gets to the point where they are leading you more than the Spirit of God is leading, then something's out of order. Something's not right. We are spiritual beings, so we're going to gravitate toward the spiritual arena. Now, as we're getting an understanding. As we're getting understanding that I can be in the spiritual realm led by God or by Satan, that I'm just drawn there because of how I'm formed. It's just it's who I am. So I don't need to run away from this because I'm affected by it regardless. So maybe I need to begin to get an understanding of it through faith and the revelation of the Holy Spirit so now I can be above and not beneath. Mm, mm, mm. Because, see, now, if I'm, I'm beginning to see this from a whole other plane of existence, I'm beginning to get an understanding from a whole other plane of operation. So now, if I begin to apply myself according to the spiritual principles presented by God through his word and his education through the Holy Spirit, I can begin to become above and not beneath, which is God for me and set up in the beginning. But, see, I didn't know that, so that's why I was getting beat up and by love, by the I was getting beat up and beat down by the world because I didn't understand everything else that was involved. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> see, that, see, this is so much information. That's why you can't get it overnight because there's so many things that, that have to begin to come alive, so many things you have to begin to grow into and understand and have to begin to share. Like like, like, like Sam Marie said, the layers of the onion, they got to begin to be pulled off. Layer by layer. And that's what's going on. God is peeling you back layer by layer. And you're getting a purer, a greater understanding as you're becoming more and more intimate and you're beginning to quit resisting him. Quit resisting him who's trying to perfect you, grow you up, and increase in your life. Come on now. Shut it. Shut it. Shut it. 
Oh, Father God, I praise you. And I got to have a praise break right now. I got to have a praise break right now. Shout out to go skid the gumbo skid the gun. I tell you to go this skid the gumbo skid the gumbo skid the gun. Grand go see the gumbo. How grand go see the gumbo skid the gumbo skid the gun. Grand go skid the gumbo. How they get it? Because see, you desire to become somebody different, and you desire to. And I just really didn't know how. And you and you're wondering why you're struggling and why things got off because you were not walking according to the things that's been dominating you. Come on now. Because see, they've been dominating you because you weren't uh, you weren't properly taught. You didn't know, but now God says, "Come on, I'm designed to take you to the next level." But you got to do it the way that I've ordained for it to be done. See, that's the difference between walking, being led by the Spirit of God, and walking according to to out to the enemy. See, the enemy wants a job, steal, kill, and destroy. So he'll give you something which uh, uh, it looks like a good way, but his ultimate goal is to kill you. That's his ultimate goal. Steal, kill, and destroy. But it seems pleasant at the onset because I, it appealed to me. But God, in the opposite, things may or may not quite appeal, but as you go along and submit and you begin to release yourself from yourself and begin to line up with his word, then what you once resisted, you now begin to like. And you begin to appreciate, and you begin to understand, and then you turn around and say, wow, God, thank you. Thank you for getting me away from me. Because I would have killed myself. No, I wouldn't have killed myself. I was killing myself. And I was enjoying it. I was caught up in foolishness. And I was enjoying it. See, that was happening when you start, when your life begins to start transforming and going to the, to the next level. You begin to look back and say, oh, my God, how stupid was I? Okay, see, no, there ain't nobody. See, 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 um, well, you know, whatever. Man, how did I get with that person? What was wrong with me? And I'm standing with you and I'm married. And, oh, my God, now I got all this going on. Oh, my God, how did I sleep with that person? Oh, Jesus, I got to quit drinking. Come on, I'm, I'm taking this to where it's at. But at the time, we, it, was, it was satisfying some base need or, or want in our life, and we flowed with it, but we didn't understand all the other things that, that could affect us that God did not desire, so we just did what we wanted to do. But later on down the road, when we start scratching our head, and now you're mad, pissed, and upset because you're in the midst of something that you don't even like. That's what we talk about when you're going back to your own vomit. That's what we talk about. You're in the mud like that was at the prodigal child. I'm sitting up here eating hog slop, and I can be at home. See, that's what it is when we're caught up in ourselves. But see, we enjoy the filth and the function of Shadowgirl so much, we don't want to let it go because a lot of times we're scared or what else, what else out there. A lot of times we don't want to become accountable. A lot of times we say, you know what, I prefer to stay in my familiarity where I'm comfortable, but I'm really uncomfortable, but I'm scared to go out beyond me. See, that's what God takes us. And as, as you begin to submit and let him carry you, and then you get out of the road, then you begin to praise him. Oh, Jesus, see, that, that, that's a level of praise right there. A level of, so, I'm so thankful that you saved me. Whew. 
I'm so thankful that you got me out of that horrendous situation. I'm so thankful, Father God, because I, I just began that one time. But, Lord, how many other times have you kept me when I didn't even know it? See, see, when you get to that level, uh, 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 right there and there, see, you're a shadow of it, 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 it begins to transform from an appreciation to what he's done to a desire to be with Daddy God and desire the things of God. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me take you back to the dial a bit. I sold a natural product, and it would be interesting. It was a liquor product, and um, <laughs> I would often encounter people who would first taste it. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay, but these are the benefits of it. But they taste it, but because of the toxicity of their system. Their body, it gave them a foul taste. But once they made a decision, you know, I'm going to stay on this because I'm reading this and I'm believing that it's going to be beneficial because right now there's a pain or ailment that I'm dealing with. So that pain is so severe that I think I'm going to override that pain because I believe this will help my body. I'm going to override that taste in my mouth because I'm going to taste this to help that pain. Am I talking to somebody right now? I hope I'm touching you right now. So the funny thing about it, that thing that tasted so foul, they begin to take it on a continuous basis. And as it began to assimilate in their body, and their body began to rid themselves of the toxicity. I'm talking like great now. You're affecting me, Doc. You're affecting me. It's beginning to get rid of the toxicity and beginning to put their bodies alive. The cells are beginning to get energized. And, yeah, man, this is how I'm supposed to function. All of a sudden, that which was nasty, now it begins to taste good. And not only is it tasting good, they're feeling better, so now they want more. So now it doesn't even taste bad. Now they like it. And then they don't, don't never want to take it from them because they ain't where my product at. And you see, that's exactly what God is doing when he's trying to cleanse our lives, transform us, give us. We, we, we're so used to our filth and our toxicity that we want to remain in it for God. Say, come on, I'm going to love you out your mess. I'm going to love you out yourself. But you got to begin by just saying yes. So see, that's where the Holy Spirit is in. Bit by bit, he begins to give you a little bit. Give you a little bit. Give you a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to just wait right here. That's a loving God. That's a loving God. That's a loving God. See now, see now. He, he loves it. Okay. Come on. Give him more. Now, it could be days, weeks, or sometimes years. But God has not given up on us. So we can't give up. But what happens is when somewhere along the way, when you begin to Make that transition, you begin to see that the things that you once fought against are not only beneficial, you're in a better position. Oh, Lord. What are you fighting against? Why do you hold on to your comfort zone so much that you want to stay in your filth and your fluff rather than stepping out to devil's God? Is he a true and loving God? Do you really believe that? Is he really, uh, really going to bless you? Do you really believe that? So if that's the case, then step out on his promises. Don't stop and wow and watch over and walk around in your own filth and your comfort because you're really holding on to nothing. You're really holding on to nothing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Let's shut up. Go, Father God. Mm, mm, mm. 
Oh, Lord. Shed it across the dish. Get it to come back out. So I was touching on, yeah, I, I diverted a little bit. I was touching on the how we connect with God in that spiritual arena because we are triune God. We are a triune God formed us who are triune people. So our spirit man needs to be fed. So I was touching on, you know, we're going to be fed by God or fed by the world. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Wow. I also touched on the why, because our spirit needs to be fed. It needs to be fed, because if not, it's empty. And once the spirit is born again, then it's desiring the things of God. If it doesn't get it, then it just shrivels. That does not mean that you can't be saved and enter heaven. That sometimes you wonder why people leave early. Well, you know, because I don't want to lose them to lose their salvation, so I'm gonna take them now. Because if they keep doing this, then they're gonna lose salvation. So I just take them out now. Then they can get on the other side and go, "Wow, I missed all that." Yeah, because you were walking in you. <sighs> Feeding our spiritual man is a necessity because that's how growth, that's how God works in us and through us. Because, see, once we're born again, he has to begin to reprogram, regrow all of this because we've been walking for years according to the ways of the world. That's how the world trains you. They don't know no better. Even in our, quote, unquote, a lot of our religious settings, and I'm going to just say it like that, they don't truly understand how you need to be led by the Spirit of God. And they're doing so many historical practices because their skin, they, they have been trained by the world. So they're doing godly things, being led by themselves, which not being led by the Spirit of God, so God's not in it. There's a lot of things like that. But as you begin to transform by the revelation of the Holy Spirit and begin to transform yourself and you begin to say, wait a minute, because see, there's something that's inside you that begins to yearn for something else. See, that's when that spirit is talking to you because there's something inside you saying, you know what, this ain't quite feeding me anymore. There's something, ah, yeah, I know I've been in this church for years, but I'm not, I just ain't feeling it. I'm missing something. So you begin to go seeking. See, that's that hunger that's in developing you, that you have said yes to. That's that hunger that's saying you're like, you know what, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I got I to gotta, I gotta go find something more. I got to go find something different. That's that, that spirit looking for truth. And I, I love when my pastor says, sure, you think you're looking for truth. Truth is truly looking for you. Mm-mm-mm. And the wind is right now. Now, faith, right now. Right now. Because you're being affected by it, one way or the other. You're being affected by whether you know it or don't know it, whether you begin to enact the spiritual laws, rules, and regulations, or you, whether you're being subjected to them. Mm-mm-mm. Come on now. Share this. See, that, that, that's, I've got to go back to the definition of supernatural, relating to or being above or beyond what is natural. If you want to truly walk above where you're at 
or beyond where you're at, then you have to quit being subjected to the rules and regulations of the spiritual arena and to begin to enact them and enable them. What do I mean by that? I mean, when you begin to see and get an understanding of the Holy Spirit trains and teaches you, then you're not, come on, now, you are, you are children of the Most High God. And he's given a, a decree and a command that you take high authority. He's given you the power and authority to transform your situation, your society, your village, your home, your job, your business. He's given you all of that to put it in subjection to him because he is a king. And he's looking for those who will reign with him. See, he's in these last days. He's shining on my God. He's looking for those who will begin to lash up with him so that we can begin to transform his chapter, this earth, back into such a right position he calls it because it says when he comes on his last day, he's going to stand on the mountain and he's going to say that I am the king. I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm he. See, that's, that's why right now when I say we got a mission and a mandate, and if you go back to the seven cultures and how we talk about the seven mountaintops and the seven cultures, well, you know what I mean. If you're with me, I'm, I'm messing up a little bit. But anyway, the seven mountaintops. In every culture, there are seven mountains. There's each culture. And it broke it down the media, uh, government, religion, it just broke all that down, but he's looking for us to be those who are willing to take over the mountaintop. That's what he's looking for. Those who are called to be leaders, those who are called to be leaders of leaders, to begin to transform this world thinking into the kingdom thinking, to be heavenly minded. But you can't do that being comfortable. You can't do that walking in, in you because it's going, it requires too much. He's looking for those who are willing to say, yes, I'm about to go somewhere, and I don't even know where I'm going right now, but God is, God is about to speak through me in a way that I have not yet spoken. But, Father, God just used me. Because right now, he's touching somebody's heart to say, you know what, Lord, I've been, I've been in this muck and this mire. I, I, I don't want it no more. Lord, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been me too long, and I need to get rid of this, and, and I want to be used by you so he can take you from the back and pull you to the front, but it'll be for his covenant purposes. Mm-mm-mm. He's looking for people who will say yes to what he's trying to do because he is seeing the body. And he's last days, the only way you can take over that mountain is you've got to be a warrior. You've got to walk into that which God has ordained. You have the power and authority and the ability to reign as kings on earth as in heaven. That's who he's calling I gotta honor my sister again because I, 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 I was talking to her. I said, you know, I, when I first talked to you, how you came to the car, you were just crying, you were fighting, you were beat up, but you, you know, like I told, you know, you fight how you don't kids. They just had hands willing. They ain't even looking at what they're fighting. At. But they had to go especially, you know. But oh yeah, excuse me. But especially girls, and they be scratching and like windmills. They ain't even looking. They just windmilling. But I'm looking at the transformation where now where she she still she still gets there, but now she's now but she's beginning to look at her opponent. Now she's beginning to say, wait a minute, no, she's beginning to take dominion over that which is once beating her up. See, that's what I talked about being subjected to the rules and the regulations and principles principalities of this world because you didn't take the time, the ability to allow God to teach and to transform you. 
And right now he's saying, I'm going to show you how to be the head and not the tail, but you got to do it my way. And see, that's what my see my sister, she's beginning to make that transition. She's still getting upset and mad, but she's a different person. Because, see, she was a soldier in the battle. Now she's beginning to become a warrior in the battle. Now she's beginning to understand how the word of God works. And she's beginning to speak that instead of being subjected. She's now walking into the decreeing, the shadow commanding, speaking and waiting for God to move. Didn't he say in his word, greater things that you shall do? That's what he said in his word. So he has an expectation for those who will say yes to that commandment and begin to allow the Holy Spirit to train you. He will equip you. He will empower you. But you just have to submit and humble yourself because that's what God wants to do. See, that's what he's working in your life. But see, that's why you're getting upset about things and frustrated. But then you find yourself coming right back again. Okay, let's try this again. All right, all right, I missed it, I missed it, but let's try it again. And you find yourself, you got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. And slowly but surely, that thing that you struggled and had such a strong hold over your life is now beginning to lose its power. You might not be free from it, but it's losing its power. And you finally you're able to fight. You find that you don't procrastinate as much. You find that you don't sleep as much. You find that you don't run your mouth as much. You find that you don't get upset as much. You find that you can say, you know what, I'm going to walk away rather than engage in this foolishness. Because that's God working and growing you up and allowing his work to work not only in you, but in that situation and circumstance. See, 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 but God has to shine that for this. Just like I talked about the young man and I see him struggling, but see, God has grown me that I can see God working in others. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you begin to see God moving, you go, oh, God's moving. Because now, what is it? I have an understanding about how this thing works. But see, that understanding, now it's wisdom and understanding. That only comes as you be trained by the Holy Spirit. And it takes a while to get there. But that's what God desires you to be. Don't be subjected to every whim and every way of the world. Don't be subjected because they have put you in a box and said, game over. That is not your God. That is not how he wants you to bow out. But you can and you will if you don't take the time to learn of him. Mm-mm-mm. If you don't take the time to let him teach you, Reprogram you. And let's be real. The more you jacked up, the longer it's going to be. I try to say how many ways today, people. Again, I just started to see things from a whole other perspective. And let me tell you something else. <laughs> the more, the closer you get to God, the more you're going to see how jacked up you are. <laughs> the closer you get to God, you're going to be good. See, that, that, that's really what begins to shut your mouth because you say, mm. yeah, that was me. Mm. Yeah, Lord, I had it good today. I mean, the day before, but the day I messed up, so let me just shut up. Yeah, I know I shouldn't have said that, Lord. I slipped up. I mean, you know, we still close in this meat soup. <laughs> we still going to mess it. We still going to mess up. I know God brings, it's funny, God brings me out of this situation and service that is that he's allowing me to see how close I've been <laughs> and how much he's covering me. And even when I mess up, 
how his grace and his mercy and his favor cover me in spite of myself. And I said, because, oh, Lord, I screwed that up. All the time and preparation I did. And I just, I just missed it, Lord. But he said, son, I got you. I just needed you to know that it was through me that it was done. I, I don't want you to get too high thinking about what you did. No, I need you to mess up right at the end and say, oh, Lord, all that, I got to start all over. And he said, no, I'm going to cover you, but I need you to recognize you need to stay in me because I'm the one that got you there. See, see, that's the time, that, that's the relationship that I'm talking that we need to get to God where we're walking in power and humility because we recognize that the power only comes through our humility. Come on, now. The power of God is only enacted in your humility because you recognize that it ain't you. You're just a vessel that has taken the time to be taught by the Holy Spirit so you can walk in the power that is available for you to walk in. Because, see, if you don't take the time to submit yourself to that which God is calling, when you're the thief, you're going to be walking around and you being again subjected to you and the world and everything that's going on. But God's got to say, get you up out of yourself because it's flattery, it's a curse, and it's not going to glory my presence. So I'm going to beat it down out of you if you truly want my power. But if you don't, keep walking in you, boo, but you're going to be subjected to the ways and the winds of the world. You will not walk around becoming the conqueror that I claimed you to be. You will not be able to walk in the power when life comes and say, get up out of my way. Move my heart, Red Sea, and expect for it to happen. And it will. <clears throat> Father God, that's who he's looking for right now. As my brother Charles said, Foolish enough to believe God has word. And that he's going to do the foolish thing through me. That's what he's looking for. Those who would just say yes to God. Because you know what happens? Most of the time, to be honest with you, you finally say yes to God because you recognize <laughs> what you thought you had, what you were holding on to, or where you were at. It really wasn't much or nothing. It really wasn't much or nothing. I've really been holding on to this all this time. I thought I was this man or this woman. The very ones who were singing my praises, the first ones to turn around and dog me out. Yeah. That's kind of the processes that we go through, people, till we finally get submissive enough. Say, I'm sorry, God. Forgive me. Help me. That's when you become broken. You become broken in such a way that only God can fix you. But see, we're going, the clay is going back to the potter. And because he is the potter, he can not only fix you, he can remake you. But you've got to be broken. Because he's not going to give you the power of God when the vessel is full of you. It'd be too much damage to yourself and to others 
people cutting you off in traffic, saying the wrong thing, looking at you crazy. All of a sudden, they walk a few feet from you and drop dead because of the power of your word. He's not going to do that. Because if he did that, none of us would be here right now because we have violated, offended, pissed, made mistakes. <laughs> so that's why we cannot be judgmental. We need to walk in love. The what? The supernatural realm. Something that is above or beyond what we know is natural. The what? Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which we see, which are seen, are not made by things which do appear. That's the supernatural realm. The where? Where does this happen? Well, Job 1 and 6. There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also amongst them. They have meetings about everything that's going on. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but the principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual witness in this high places. The high places the rulers, powers of this world, the prince of the power of the air. That's the spiritual arena. That's where it takes place at. Who? You're going to be led by God or led by Satan? Who? You're going to follow one or the other. Who? Talking about you. Talking about me. How does this happen? It happens in our spirit, man. Because we're a triune person, spirit, soul, and body, formed by a triune God. So the spiritual arena affects our spirit. As first, we first feel in our spirit, man. Why? Our spirit's got to be fed. It's desiring spiritual food. It's not going to live off a of natural food. It needs, needs something that it can digest, like manna from heaven. When? Right here, right now, because you're either going to be subjected to the rules and regulations of the spiritual arena or you're going to enact them so that you're the head and not the tail. Who, what, how, when, where, and why? Make a decision. Make a choice. And let God lead you in all and through all.
Happy joy, joy. We need an apple. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. <laughs> oh, that's a good message. Well, praise the Lord. As long as you get fed, that's what it's about. Good message. Um, okay, come on. All right, anybody got anything? I'm done hollering now, so. <laughs> you sure? Nope. Okay. Well, right now, uh, it's just you and I on the call. Okay. Okay. So you pray for me, I pray for you. What's the name? I knew it would. Mm-hmm. I need an apple. Okay, hold on, let me get an apple. There we go. All right, Father God, let's family. Hold on, what's going to go? 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 What's going Father God, we come before you. Seeking your word, you will, and your word for her family. We thank you, Holy Spirit. As you continue here to strengthen, she to impart you to direct us. Amen. And let me pray for Pam. Bukoski, the Gandroski, the Gosechi, the Gosechi, the Gosaraga, Bukoseshi, the Gosunduski, the Gosadaka, Umboski, the Gosech, Rumboski, Shinduski, the Gosada, Koroboskada, Umboski, Randi, the Gosete, Umboskaraganda, Umboski, the Gesede. Ah, yes, continue to help her, strengthen, guide, and direct her, Lord. I find the position that I speak life, health, and strength, Father, of course, and restoration. Give her the peace that is needed, of course, so she can truly become the woman of God you called her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we come to you today to lift up Brother Sam, thanking you, Father, for, for waking him this morning and giving him the word to share with others. Father, we just pray that that anyone who takes the time to call in and, and to hear today's word, that they will hear something on there that, that will touch them and that will help them in their walk with you, Father. We just thank you for continuing to bless him, to guide and direct him. We thank you, Father, for the effect that he is having on people's lives, even when they do not realize it. Father, we just thank you for continuing to clear the path as he stumbles along on the journey that you have set him on. Father, we thank you for strengthening his 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 armor and his hedge of protection. Father, we thank you for minimizing the efforts of the enemy who is always trying to find a way, even if it's just a, a, a little pinprick of a hole, to, to get in and try and wreak some havoc. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you for continuing to cover him. And, Father, we thank you for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
All right, you. Monkey dokie, Smokey. I'll let you later. Okay. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.